T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detaille along with Charlie Long in studio. We're taking you to 8 o'clock tonight. And then at 8 o'clock, LSU versus Georgia will be pregame and tip-off at 8.30. And you can hear that game live right here on the Big 870, WWL, and also on the Odyssey app. Uh, Charlie, uh, man, what an accomplishment for uh, Makala Williams. Uh, Louisiana High School uh, Gatorade Player of the Year for the second consecutive year. Wow. Uh, she led Parkway High School to its first ever state championship over the weekend. And yesterday, uh, Makala won the Morgan Wooten National Player of the Year. Um, six foot one senior guard. She averaged over 17 points a game, seven rebounds, four assists through 34 games, and uh, she's going to play in the McDonald's All-American game on March 28th, if my memory's right, uh, in Houston. And she's the headliner for LSU's number one ranked incoming class as the top player in the nation. We always talk to Kim Mulkey, and she always says that we're not done. We're not we're just done. Building. We're building, we're building, we're, we're building, and that's a big old building block. That's a big one. So congratulations to Makala Williams. Twice now, two-time, two-time, Louisiana High School Gatorade Player of the Year. And again, to help lead uh, Parkway High School to its first ever state championship over the weekend. Charlie, got something on LSU Lamar. Yeah, so here's the update. We said that we would provide it at the end of that hour, and I got it for you right now. Number one, LSU in the bottom of the second inning, six, Lamar, zero. Tommy White is off to a fantastic start, Mike. Two for two with a home, a three-run home run and an RBI double. So Tommy's all okay from Tommy that tanks. injury. Yeah, no, he's, he's doing his thing. He's got four RBIs. Uh, in two at-bats. So, I mean, what else can you really So, how's the guy? pitching situation? Yeah, Christian Little has gone two innings, allowed one hit, one walk with two strikeouts. Um, just doing his thing. I mean, no earned runs yet, so uh, he's he's going to be back up in the top so of the third. Jump but on Lamar real they quick. On, they definitely jumped on Lamar real quick. Six. Tommy White, a big reason for that. A, a home run, I think his third in like the last couple games. He's been f- fantastic recently at the plate. And then also an RBI double. Dylan Cruz adding an RBI single, and that's how you get to six to nothing. So bottom of the second, LSU six to nothing yep. over Lamar. Yep. Off to a good start. Off to a really, really good start with it. And again, we want to remind everybody this coming Saturday, noon to two. Hey, you can join WWL and the group here with Bobby Bear, Mike Hawes, Steve Geller. They're going to be live at the Saints headquarters for the first press conference featuring Derek Carr. 
ushering in a new era of Saints football. You can hear also an exclusive interview. Derek is uh, going to sit down with Mr. Bear and uh, Hoss and Geller, and you can hear that interview and also the press conference Saturday, noon to 2 on Saints Radio WWL, also streaming live on the free Odyssey app. And um, maybe by then we'll hear if Aaron Rodgers is going to accept uh, maybe a deal to the Jets. I hope it happens sooner rather than later, Mike. Man, I, can't I can't be dragging this out. He's dragging this out for He's going to be dragging his feet. I mean, they flew out to meet him yesterday. Wait till we get Horvat on tomorrow because Ryan is going to come on with us tomorrow. And- Horvat, Horvat thinks that Rodgers still has a good bit left in the tank. He thought yeah. that the broken finger last year was a big reason for his down performance and then the fact that he was thrown to a bunch of rookies. And as we know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't really trust anyone. He don't trust no receivers. one. Uh, if you're a rookie, he don't trust you at yeah. all. And uh, just a little bit of background on Ryan. Ryan and I have been knowing each other probably 10 years. He was doing sports talk in the Green Bay area. And so him and I got to know one another. And then he he goes to the uh, BetMGM situation where he does a a nightly show there. But, man, he he bleeds uh, that, that Green Bay Packer. I mean, absolutely in love with the Packers. And I can hear him cringe every time something goes wrong in Green Bay. Yeah, I remember talking to him during the preseason when they were having those joint practices. You remember that? When the Saints and Packers were, and we were just thinking, oh, these are like two of the best teams in the NFC, two of the best defenses in the NFC, and both teams have down years. Man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, never forget the night they, they took Jordan Love. Man, I couldn't even re- I couldn't even repeat what he texted. He was <laughs> he was so hot that they had traded up to get Jordan Love. Man, I, I could have lit him. He was like a candle. He was that hot that night. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy. And uh, Coach Jimmy Patsos from NBC Sports will join us to talk college basketball in the NBA right after this break on the Big Eight Seventy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detaille along with Charlie Long in studio on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. 
Coach Jimmy Patsos uh, covers uh, both college and pro foot uh, pro football. Listen to me, uh, NBA and also college basketball. Jimmy, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Mike and Charlie, it's a pleasure. I got your LSU Tigers coming up next. I'm here in Nashville at the SEC tournament. By the way, a great place to have it. I'm so glad it's back here. And I'm excited. Your Pelicans will talk about that. And, you know, you got some other teams down there running to the tournament in Louisiana. So it's really an interesting time of basketball in your state because I was the guy six weeks ago that said the Pelicans are going to the final. Let me have it. There's not much good to talk about with the Pelicans, Coach. No, no, Jimmy. Not not now. Man, you talk about an epic uh, meltdown, a fall. And, and certainly you can say, well, Zion's a big part of that. And he is. But this team, Coach, just has played with very little energy. Uh, that third quarters have, have been El Succo. I mean, bad. Uh, they can't sometimes buy a shot. And I always think, as a, as a coach, I'm going to ask you this question because I was told this by an executive uh, in the NBA, that that second year when you're a head coach, how difficult it is because, you know, you kind of get that grace period year one, okay? And, man, for here, the way it ended with Willie Green and how they, they – I mean, they went toe-to-toe with Phoenix and – Sean Payton's gone, so Willie Green, he's hes the new Sean Payton in town, uh, but he's in the NBA, and we've seen this this year. It, Jimmy, it has really not been well, and the fact that this team plays with so little energy, and sometimes uh, not the focus that you saw it all to come together, and they didn't have Zion last year when they made this run. No, C.J. McCollum did one of the great sell jobs in, in, in psychoanalytical history last year, coming in getting everyone to buy in, you know, Ingram played better. Valanciunas was effective, but the Jones defense, the Alvarado, Trey Murphy stepping up. Just last year was a wonder job, not only by Willie Green, but I really thought C.J. McCollum deserved a lot. But as you guys know, when you're down there, you know, you you need real players and you need to play on a consistent level. They were doing it. My thing with Zion is, look, how good are the Lakers without Magic, the Celtics without Bird? the Pistons without Isaiah, the Bulls without Jordan, the the Rockets without Akeem. In that league, like, we have the big three in Washington. We have Beal, our all-star, and Kyle Kuzma's on his rise up. That was his contract here. He's been great. He's been durable. And Porzingis has found himself. So our big three's playing well. You've lost a guy in Zion that brought a lot of energy to the table. I had you in the Nets. That's how the Nets had gone 18-2. and And the day after I did your radio show, the Pelicans were in first place. Yep. So where's the energy gone? Is that was that on Willie Green as a second year coach and they're not already tuning him out? I really like Trey Murphy. He just can't make a sh- you really need like a shooter. And then Zion drew so I mean the guy shoots sixty five percent. So two out of every three times he's scoring and getting to the line, that's gone. I wonder if the players are kind of disillusioned with like when's he coming back? I, I, I they just released today, it's another two weeks. Like the season's almost over. There's 17, 18 games left. And so maybe they're just maybe Green saying we did it last year with a little bit of magic, but Collins got some age on him. And Jones is known as a defensive guy. Do you have enough scoring? You know, Alvarado's really good, but he wasn't drafted. People have figured him out. But when Zion's in there, you're really good. And I just it's just such a sport. Like, you know, I'm from Baltimore. We didn't have Lamar. We battled. 
we almost beat Cincinnati. We had a fumble from the goal line, but we weren't going to the Super Bowl without Lamar. And, like, I don't know how much you can do without Zion. He was the number one pick in the draft for a reason. And he wasn't Markel Folks, who was kind of a just didn't make it. Or we've all seen, a, you know, there's been guys down the road, a million different guys that haven't made it. Like, Zion's the real deal. He's really good. Like, everyone's scared him in the league when he comes down the lane. His numbers are good. But to not come back, I don't know if the team has lost a little bit of spunk. Willie Green, as you said, is going to have to find him. But I look at your bench, and it's just not good enough. You had, like, 18 points the other day. You lost to the Magic at home, you know. That was like that was the one that really caught. All of a sudden, the Lakers are in ninth. You're in tenth. And the Thunder, who's pretty hungry. Now, they don't have Chet Holgram. They're number two pick. But Shea Gilgis, Alexander, they're like you were last year, the Thunder. Like, they're like, we can do it, and when he comes back, we're going to be great. Do you guys feel that it's been sort of a letdown that he couldn't come back and stay healthy? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Major. the, setback, the setback was what got people all upset was that we were hearing that he was going to be coming back it's sooner close. rather than it's later. Close. He was back on the court. He was doing some work, and then he gets the setback, and now – we're just hearing today that it's a two-week timeline. Coach, my question and for you. And that's minimum, Coach. Right, a minimum, minimum of two weeks. Of two weeks. Right. Coach, my question yeah, for you was we were talking. He's January 2nd. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's been out for two months, and the Pelicans in that time are, as Mike and I have talked about, ad nauseum, 8-22 and 22 in a 30-game stretch, which puts them as a total winning percentage at fourth worst in the NBA. But, Coach, my question for you was – with last year's magic that you were talking, the, the magic that the team captured last season in that that postseason push into the playoffs, I think a lot of it had to do with what they did at the trade deadline, going out and getting C.J. McCollum and Larry Nance. Those were that was a big move to try and make that playoff push. This year they kind of stayed pat, like they were struggling in in 2023, and they went out and got Josh Richardson, who's a good role player, a good wing, but they didn't make a splash move. And I know that it was a seller's market. So the Pelicans may have been smart not to make that move, but do you think that had to play a little bit of a role in the Pelicans kind of losing some life this season? Look, we traded Rui Hachimura because he's more of a scorer and the Lakers are winning. But we had a decent bench, but we don't need scoring. See, we need we need defending, tough, grinding guys. This is the Wizards who I cover off the bench. You need to score. Can Josh give it to you? It's too bad you didn't get Josh Hart because he's doing one. And he, and he started with you guys. He's doing wonders in New York. Like, He's energized New York. They've won like eight out of nine. I think they just lost last night for the first time. Like, I agree you have to do something with the trade deadline. But if you think you're getting Zion back and you don't want to mortgage your future, you know, and your division, look, in all fairness, you know, I know the Rockets and the Spurs aren't really trying right now because everybody wants, you know, Victor from France. But, and on the East, it's sort of the Pistons, although they have a lot of young talent. But I wouldn't give up Trey Murphy for a guy that can help you right now. Like, I think he's really good. I don't know if Alvarado would have got you enough, you know. Jackson Hayes, he's an okay draft pick and solid guy, but Herb Jones is a coach's delight, defends and all that, but I don't know how much market value he has. Like, he's more valuable to you. With Zion, I really liked your team. So maybe David Griffin and Trajan Langdon just said, let's hold Pat. Let's see what we can get. At the time, you're not even in the plan because we all know, other than Denver, your leagues, your division's a little wild. Like, we have the Celtics and the Bucks. But we also have the Sixers with Embiid. And then the Knicks are coming in a kind of weird kind of way, and the Heat are always dangerous. But we also have a young Cleveland team that has a ton of talent. They're really big and done of the Mitchell. You guys, I mean, the Warriors you saw last night with Draymond Green. You know, the Kings are kind of new. I like them. But if the Kings are the second-best team in your league, and I'm Griffin, and I'm 
Langdon, I might say, hey, man, we're just going to wait till we get the big guy back, and we're going to be playing Denver in the playoffs. Now, Durant coming to the Phoenix, now that was a trade, and I don't think you wanted Kyrie, so because that hasn't worked. In other words, you were in a tricky situation, Charlie and Mike, only because the guy was supposed to come back is so good, and then your role plays. Like, I really like your team, and I really like Trey Murphy. I saw him at Virginia. I know he's a Rice kid, but he's a little older, and he's wiser, but he seems to be getting it. He's just not quite getting the looks. Zion just got your baskets you needed, but your division, you know, I don't see a powerhouse there other than Joker in Denver. So maybe they said, and John Morant's really good, but they're not as good as they were last year, and now he's in trouble. He'll be back in a couple weeks. We hope that straightens out from the league. But maybe they said, if we hold our hand, maybe someone will double down and we'll draw that little jack we need, and here's our flush, and we're going to the finals, you know? So I don't really blame them, you know, for not giving up some crazy equity. And there wasn't that much out there, but, like, it really comes down to you guys need Zion the way we need Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's been healthy for us, and now we're making a run towards the play. We're in the plan, and we're making the next run because we got Beal. Now, Zion's a different force in there, but if they thought he was coming back two weeks ago and didn't make the trade, and now you thought, if you had him now with 17 games to go, you're only two and a half out of fourth place. So, but what you concern me with is you're watching him every day about the energy and is Willie Green getting the players' attention and all that. That's a different discussion. Yeah. But I really think I really think playing holding your hand wasn't that bad in the West, you know, because the West is kind of open. Coach, you mixed, you mentioned Victor Wimanyama, that top overall prospect from France. <laughs> We've gotten a lot of texts and callers and people saying the Pelicans should tank at this point. They they're they're lifeless. They they're on this eight for twenty two stretch. But when I look at the overall standings. There are so many teams around, like jumbled up in the same position. Like there are six different teams that have 34 losses in the NBA right now, which I think is kind of a testament to the parity in the league as a whole. But I wanted to get your thoughts on the Pelicans have four games at home, and then they travel for two games against the Rockets and then have a game against the Spurs and the Hornets. So this eight-game stretch could be when they get back into it. But if they continue to fall in the snowball down with this news that Zion's going to be out for at least two more weeks, When's the point where you think the Pelicans should just say, okay, we're done trying to make the play in. We're going to just tank the season. I don't know. You had such a good run last year. I'd try to get in there for the play in. Don't you want to play LeBron in a one-game series if you can now? Yeah. It'd be spicy. Look, you know, uh, the Rockets, Spurs, they're clearly, they have a mission on their mind, so I think you're going to beat them. And the Hornets don't have LaMelo Ball. So, like, you got some wins coming. And remember, it's who you play when, where. You know, we beat, we beat the Trailblazers. Dame Lillard's going to try out there. But – we got lucky and beat the Kings. Not lucky, but we beat the Kings. But, you know, we caught the Timberwolves. They're not that great either. Like, I might take my chances just because if Zion's going to be there in the long run and all that stuff, then don't mess your fan base up. By the way, you're too far away to tank. And Scoot's really good, and the two twins are good. But the draft after Victor, to me, we're going to find out a lot in the next three weeks, including this weekend here at the SEC in Nashville. You know, the most lottery picks in the past five years have come from the SEC. That's why I'm here. Full disclosure, I work for Under Armour. I also work for the Wizards. I'm on the McDonald's All-American Committee. Like, I want Matt to have a chance at LSU, but you guys saw what it's like when you have really good players at LSU, and now Tari Eason's gone and he's doing well. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't tank. And I think I think if, if Willie Green and them get a couple wins under your belt, but if the big guy comes running out for the last five or six games and you get in that 7-8 spot, we got in the 7-8 spot two years ago, we lost, then we beat the Pacers at home. It was an exhilarating win. And then we got the Sixers and lost 4-1. to one. But don't you want to play the Joker? Don't you want to play Memphis? I'd ride it out. 
can come running through that tunnel in a couple weeks with what you got. And remember, these guys know the playoffs are on the line. The question is, I don't think the Trailblazers can catch it. But that Thunder bunch is a bunch. That Thunder, the OKC Thunder are feisty at home because, as you guys know, it's like a college atmosphere. So you got to watch out for them. But I want to see you in the playoffs. Coach, uh, I'll jump college basketball. Uh, your thoughts on University of Alabama? A uh, really talented team, but they sort of caught in the, the vortex of the tornado here with a, with a lot of things that could be really, really distracting to, to anyone uh, at this stage. But, man, they got some talent, Coach. Uh, and uh, we had uh, we talked to Tim Brando. Tim said, bottom line, Mike, I think they could end up in the Final Four. Look, Miller was a lottery pick before all the stuff happened, clearly. And then he moved his – we knew who he was. But he has ascended. Look, Arkansas's three freshmen was supposed to be better than him. They're not. Alabama, he's done a good job. Oh, they're scoring. He's handled the distraction. I like that Miller came out and said today he was devastated and he was really shocked that it all went down the way. Hey, we've all boys have been boys. But that's a very serious charge. But they've seemed to hung together there. Auburn had him down. I was watching the game last week because we have Bruce Pearl and Auburn. They had him down 15 and they lost in overtime. Now, that's one of those things that you have to look at and say, can someone catch him? But I don't know. I think Cal and Kentucky got a sneaky little group. He's getting them together. The guy who's done a great job is Texas A&M. Yes. But the talent level, the talent level at Alabama is really high. And now that they've come out and said we're sorry and we feel bad, at least at least they're addressing the issue. I think they're a number one seed. I think they're definitely going to Sweet 16. Ah, UCLA just lost Jalen Clark, their best defensive guard. In other words, that would be. I look at like the Elite Eight matchups, you know. Purdue's got Zach Eady. I've seen them play him twice. He's really good. The rest of the team doesn't compare to Alabama athletically, you know. I think it's just it's an interesting little scenario coming. It would not shock me if Alabama made the Final Four at all. And they have much more talent than just Miller. They're a really good team. But the SEC has turned – you guys never would have thought it. The SEC has turned into a basketball conference. I'm here in Nashville. This playing game, I was in the ACC. They used to open the doors for the 8-9 game. You know, barely anybody came. This place is like packed. This place is like packed. And it's really an energized conference. And Ole Miss is going to hire somebody I don't know real soon. And I hope it's Chris Beard. I hope he gets another chance. I was going to ask you about that, Coach. Your your thoughts on Beard getting another another chance. Look, I don't know. I'm not a judge and jury. And obviously what happened wasn't good. It wasn't good what happened. But he can really coach. And I know him as a good guy. And I know Ole Miss would be in a good place as him as Sorry Kermit didn't make it, but Pearl's good. South Carolina's in a rebuilding stage. Florida's trying to figure it out. Georgia's trying to figure it out. But top of your conference, second to none. And that Texas A&M guy's done a great job. Remember, Texas and He's Oklahoma. He's done a fabulous job there. Really has. You, your I, thoughts? Like, I, I like Matt McMahon. I want to get Matt I was going to ask you about Matt. Recruit. I like him. He's just got a chance, get a chance to recruit. And he's going to figure out. We all know what the definition of a coach is. Carriage drawn by horses. <laughs> okay, he's got he got to get some players down there, and 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 I think he will. But LSU has always been able to recruit nationally, and that's what Matt has to do. But the Alabama, Auburn, Kentucky, Vandy's picked it up. Mississippi State's better, but Texas A&M they're my little they're my little surprise team of the year. Coach, I, this is a two part question for you. With conference tournaments, it's my favorite time of the season. I love watching the conference tournaments. So the first question is, which, uh, and now that we're getting into these Power 5 tournaments, which tournament are you looking forward to the most, and then which tournament do you think there's going to be the most chaos in? Well, seeing as Tennessee's here, and I told you already, I think never con- – you don't have to bet on Calipari, but you better not bet against them. So 
I think the tenant, I think the SEC is the one that could, while I believe Alabama's great, have some upended it. The Big 12's been strong. I don't know if the Big 10 matters as much in Chicago just because, like, they're kind of getting all their teams in, but they don't have, like, a seeding. Everyone's going to be, like, a three, four, or five seed other than Purdue. You could really move up in this SEC. And the Big 12 with Kansas, I still just believe in Kansas. And the Big East, you know, Connecticut's got this funny look about them that they might be getting hot at the right time. They're really tall and long. And Jordan Hawkins, who's a Washington, D.C. kid, is their best player. So it wouldn't surprise me if there's a complete shock in the Big East. I think I would think it's going to be kind of a play it out the way it is in the Big Ten. The Big 12, I still have Kansas. But to me, I'm here for a reason because I'm in the most interesting conference in the country. And I'm glad I'm in Nashville. Great town, rock and roll. We're playing country. I'm going to go sing a little Bob Seger, some Creed's Clearwater. I, the potpourri of Nashville is included is included in Bridgestone Arena. I think this is the best tournament, and I think it's the most wide open because there's some really, you know, Mississippi State, because it's just a really interesting tournament. So this is the one that I think has the most interesting ending is going to be the SEC tournament. And then, Coach, there's already been some teams that have stolen some or that have booked their tickets to the NCAA tournament with automatic bids by winning their conference tournaments. What are some of these mid-major teams that you're keeping an eye on for potential first-round upsets in the NCAA tournament? Look, College of Charleston, I just watched them. They, they, I just watched them beat they're impressive. They beat well, 31 wins, Coach. <laughs> 31 wins in their deep. I like Charleston. You know, St. Mary's isn't really going to surprise anybody, but the way they ended against Gonzaga, I think they're going to try to get that back together. I'm really interested to see the, the Florida Atlantic team in the conference, but I'll tell you who team to look out for is like, Colgate took Arkansas to the wire and Vermont. Like, those are two little Eastern schools with kind of smart kids and all that. But Colgate, Colgate took Wisconsin to the wire, and Vermont was beating Arkansas at halftime last year. So, And by the way, the Razorbacks is another team that could win this tournament. But I think, like, Vermont and Colgate are kind of like, you want to take first-round upsets, them. I really have a funny feeling about College of Charleston. And then everyone's enamored with Florida Atlantic, and that coach is rumored to get a job in your league if one opens. Besides, I think he's in the old Miss search, too. So keep an eye on them. And then, you know, the Louisiana thing, because you got to call Louisiana's going, right? You have one team in. Okay. Oh, you do. You're talking right up Charlie's alley. He's a University of Louisiana grad. So, so and like, like those teams, if they get the rest, you know what? They got to get a team that plays different than them. Like, if they're playing faster and the other team wants to play slower, they get Providence who grinds it out or something like that. Like, you saw Richmond beat Iowa last year. Like, those are the games I like. But, yeah, Louisiana, I saw that. They're in there. And there's going to be a fun week of some small tournaments. But these big boys in the SEC, I'm really interested to see how this, this tournament shakes out. Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Man, you're one of our favorite guests and uh, always Absolutely. enjoy having you on. No, I really appreciate it, Charlie. Mike, be good and tell Tell Bobby I said what's up too, and and I know and I know Deuce McCallis just waiting to see who old Miss hires. He probably already knows down there. I'll see you guys. All right, thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach Jimmy Patsos, former uh, college basketball coach, now an analyst for NBC Sports. Always. Charlie, man, he's fantastic. Absolutely. I loved all the talk about the conference tournaments and stuff. As I said, my conference tournament time is my favorite time of the year for basketball. It's Sounds like so he's fun. having a good time in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Maybe know, look out for some For that uh, some northern upsets. coach. Uh, some upsets in the SEC. That'd be pretty that fun. coach from up north having a good time uh, down in the south. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. 
We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 at halftime. Pelicans 59-43 over the Dallas Mavericks. And, how about uh, that, Mike? Huh? How about that? Let's, let's see if they can hold it in the third quarter because that's been sort of Waterloo for them uh, yeah, you're right. almost every game. Charlie got an update on the LSU-Lamar game. Yeah, so as of now, LSU 6-1 to in the top of the fifth. Christian Little gave up his first earned run of the season on a solo home run. And now he's out of the game. He's out. Will Helmers has replaced Little in the fifth inning. So maybe Jay is throwing him out here for a couple innings to start this game. But then Christian will probably play a little bit this weekend still in that closer role. So basically pitched four innings. Yeah, he pitched. He threw four innings. I'll give you the full stats on him right now. Four innings, four hits allowed, one earned run, three strikeouts, one walk. Um, 56 total pitches, 38 strikes. So 56 pitches isn't too, too much. So I think that Jay is throwing, is taking him out of the game, putting Helmers in with a safe lead and saying that Christian Little can be an option for later on in the weekend. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. And he, with that flexibility, he can do a lot of different things with that lineup, that oh, pitching lineup. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what he's, he's talked about uh, sort of in nauseam over and over and over again that he didn't have that last year. And he was just hoping to get a couple innings or one inning out of a pitcher just to get him out of sort of a jam. But um, the score right now, again, so, yeah, that's your that. update. LSU 6, Lamar 1 in the top of the fifth, two outs. Will Helmers is on the mound in Alex Box Stadium. All right. Duran Duran will be in concert at the Smoothie King Center on June 7th. You want to see him? WWL has your tickets. Log in and listen to WWL for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Duran Duran's Future Past Tour. Every hour you can listen free on the Odyssey app or on WWL.com and earn yourself another entry. All month long, the more you listen, the more chances to win. Log in and listen and win Duran Duran tickets, courtesy of Live Nation and WWL. We'll be back on the Big 870 and close it up right after this break here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We want to thank uh, Mark J. Spears. does a great job uh, covering the NBA for ESPN. Bradley Spielberger, always man money, uh, covering the salary cap Pro football focus, Nick Underhill, man, he's just awesome. And then covering the Saints and uh, Coach Jimmy Patsos. We had some good guests on today, man. Man, we had some pretty good guests on today, and uh, they make us look good. But Jimmy, uh, uh, man, he's a favorite of ours, and he'll be on with us weekly now. Uh, to cover the tournament. March Madness. Uh, March it's Madness r- right around the corner, and that leads us also to the fact we've had some people text about what will happen Sunday for the brackets, but WWE is your home for March Madness. Sunday, the NCAA brackets will be set, so don't miss Selection Sunday, hosted by Jason Horowitz, and it'll start at 5 p.m. Sunday till 8 p.m. right here on the Big 870 WWL and also stream liming live on the free Odyssey app. Charlie, you got some news about yeah. well, if you got he had some money on the Suns tonight. Mm, this ain't uh, little, little the news you want to hear, but uh, you got to hear it anyway. Right before I get to that, though, Mike, uh, the Patriot League final is going on right now, and one of the teams that Jimmy coached Patsos was talking about was uh, Colgate. Colgate is up 60-40 to 40 on Lafayette uh, with a shot at the NCAA tournament on the line. So they're looking pretty good late in the second half. But for that news that you are just referring to, Suns' Kevin Durant is out tonight versus the Thunder due to a left ankle injury. Durant slipped on court in pregame workout uh, via what? the Athletics' shams. Yeah. Slipped on the court? Yeah. 
and he's out versus the Thunder tonight after suffering an ankle injury by slipping on the court. Man, who's cleaning up that court? Yeah. Uh, there might be a new one after tonight. You want to talk about a nightmare scenario for Suns fans? All the hype that's been building around your team? They better hope that this isn't something serious. Okay, what serious. if you paid premium tickets because I want to watch Kevin Durant tonight and you find out that you know he got a little wet spot on the floor and he slipped? He just tw- tweaked his ankle. Jeez. I mean, for as a basketball fan, you hope that this that's is not look. serious at all. Just yeah. a tweak yeah. and that he'll be fine. Uh, but he will be out tonight versus the Thunder. So, you know, the Thunder are a team that we're watching the Pelicans game. The Thunder are a team that's right next to them in the standings. And if they get a win tonight, then, I mean, the Pelicans just got to keep up. And uh, we've talked about it. The Pelicans are having a pretty good game against the Mavericks in the first half. But can they keep it up in the second half, Mike? Yeah, while well, we were interviewing uh, Coach Patsos, uh, Hondo Carpenter, who's been great with us talking about Another great guest. Uh, the Raiders and, and Derek Carr. He sent me a little note. He said, Mike, um, I took a little bit away from you and uh, I stole that Hendon Hooker deal and found out from some of the Raiders officials, they really like Hendon Hooker in round two. The Raiders? The Raiders. Shoot. Las Vegas The Raiders, Raiders. are going to be a couple picks So he us. said, it's interesting, do they try to trade up maybe in the draft to get a quarterback? Uh, do they maybe say, okay, you know what? Let's go with Jared Stidham for a little while and, and maybe get Hooker, Hooker. In, in round two. That's interesting because I know that a lot of people are kind of considering the Raiders as a team that may even trade up in the draft if they want C.J. Stroud or if they really like Will Levis, maybe even Anthony, oh, Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson yeah. uh, is, is another guy that's been I don't think up. they're really a candidate to trade all the way up to one to get Bryce. I think, I think Indianapolis. We talked to Rick Venturi yesterday, and I think Indianapolis is going to be the team to do that. But I figured that they would be chasing a quarterback round one. But if they're interested in Hendon Hooker, that kind of changes the game a little bit. Yeah. If you're the Raiders, you might be able to trade back even. And, and so his comments is, Mike, I think you're right. Uh, the Raiders believe that if they're going to get him, they got to get him early in round two. Interesting. That he might, he, he's not going to last long once round one ends. Mike, that definitely tells me that the Raiders are potential candidates to move back in the draft and maybe pick up some extra picks, which honestly they need to do. Man, they they, they need to add as much talent as possible. So, and, and they've been given the kind of double middle finger by you know because at one time wasn't Aaron Rodgers sort of connected to there? That was the buzz. Man, that was the buzz. I ain't, that, I ain't dealing with that. I'm I mean, not dealing with that. Uh, Tom Brady was connected there. Yeah, like there was, there was and even that, Garoppolo because of his connection to Josh McDaniels. Correct. correct. Uh, so, man, still a lot of pieces left to uh, put in place. And listen, if, if I sign Garoppolo, I better pick a quarterback early because I know Jimmy ain't going to last. Yeah, you're going to yeah. see that rookie pretty soon. All right. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate it. And yep. we'll be back tomorrow with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Want to remind you, hey, LSU-Georgia coming up pregame and at 830 tip-off, Tigers-Bulldogs right here on the Big 870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.